1: i wanna rock right now i'm Rob bass and i came to get down i'm not internationally known but i'm known to rock the microphone because i get stupid i mean outrageous stay away from me if you contagious because i'm the winner no not a loser to be a MC is what i choose uh ladies love me girls adore me i mean even the ones who never saw me right like the way that i rock at a show the reason why man i don't know so let's go cuz hey welcome to the black guy to podcast your host rod and
0: Karen.
1: that's right and, and it takes two it does take two to make this podcast go right yes it does um and we are live on a uh monday night uh ready to do some podcasting we are um uh, all kinds of stuff is happening we'll get into it uh first things first uh you can find us on the internets com. you can also find us on itunes and stitcher wherever you find podcasts and just search the black guy who tips and we'll come up leave us five star reviews and let us know what you think about the show um uh, as long as it's nice we'll read it on the air uh the official weapon of the show is
0: that taste the huh? unofficial sport is bullet ball. and
1: bullet ball extreme and hopefully we'll see you guys at podcon uh the, mm-hmm. yeah the podcast uh, podcast conference in uh seattle um we'll see you up there hopefully um and it's um next uh not next week but the the weekend after next at the ninth and the 10th Mm -hmm. saturday and sunday um in seattle you can go to podcon.com podcon.com and uh find uh all the information on there about tickets you can also get virtual tickets you can watch us live online we're going to be speaking at three different panels we're going to be doing a live show it's going to be lit i can't wait to get out there and meet all your beautiful faces uh face to face and uh virtually face to face for those that uh get the virtual tickets so thank you guys all right let's get into it there's all kinds of news um to get into i don't even know really where to start uh so we'll just start with this um i caught y'all black women out here having a good time and celebrating and making jokes and i got to tell you uh Party over, okay? I don't I don't want to see no black women having no joy on my timeline. Mm-mm. What the hell is
0: wrong with you?
1: That's right. Megan, Markle, then got engaged to Harry.
0: Yes! oh see
1: there you go, Karen.
0: Yes, they got engaged. That's what I'm talking about.
1: There you go with that. You all you doing is encouraging the white supremacists, Negro bed wenching uh are these women out here karen
0: i am here for and make them white folks cry
1: Mm-mm, now see that's how they get you that's how they get you you know a black
0: princess
1: you know harry he once got up had a picture taken at a i think it was at a party and he wore a nazi costume it had a swastika on it and everything karen and you out here celebrating him just cause he got some nice hair and a beard and he the brother that don't look like he inbred. So you just gonna and you know she not gonna be a princess or a queen he's not in line to the throne okay
0: i don't give a damn
1: she just gonna be a duchess that's it
0: i don't care
1: and she only half black colorism that's why y'all celebrating her because she light-skinned i
0: don't care i followed her one drop rule i know all everybody else got their own rules and regulations how they claim they blackness and what you group you put yourself in Fine.
1: the white slave man's white masters uh one drop rule the one they instituted upon our people karen yes sir mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay all right i see how it is all right y'all this is what y'all do i hear i saw the jokes um i saw on twitter said Nuck if you buckingham palace
0: come on Nuck, if you buck yes
1: there were a lot of jokes about you know her teaching him about seasoned food come on you know it's gonna be a head wrap up in buckingham palace now come on satin pillowcases you know the, those uh you need some blue magic you know, she got a real black, black of that black mama up yeah, in there. Gonna be up in there the wedding.
0: Salt, some seasoning.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a lot of that. You know, when they proposed, guess what they was eating?
0: What? Guess. Chicken.
1: Of course, can Yes! Of course they was eating chicken. It
0: was fried, too, wasn't it?
1: It was roasted. Oh, Karen, okay. How okay. I can, how I, 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 okay.
0: Jesus. Okay, you got to, you got to, you what got to What do you think, he hit, the,
1: he hit the ring in a slice of watermelon, too? <laughs> You see, got that's what's wrong. man. See, nice this is man. why I can't support this. See,
0: see, see. and then and, and, and you tomfoolery. know at they at they wedding, they're going to confuse the poor white people. They're going to be like, "What is this? Is this stuff ain't this ain't no goddamn stuff in this dressing.
1: Well, listen. I uh I saw on the timeline a lot of woke people sounding like hotels uh, <laughs> at the same time. Where it was like, you know, this why we can't be free. It's like, uh, this why we can't be free. Oh, I thought it was Whoa. all these other factors. Mm, I, I didn't was, realize that was the
0: only reason why we couldn't be free. I didn't she realize said. it
1: was jokes about Meghan Markle getting married that was uh <laughs> why we can't be free. I did not know. I didn't know it no
0: ran that deep.
1: Yeah, so uh yeah, a lot of people had just shit it on black women today because black women was getting their life celebrating like black princess and she ain't gonna be a frog for the whole movie get excited for a
0: royal wedding because it has finally been confirmed that prince harry and Meghan markle are engaged the news which had been widely expected in the british press was i a-
1: oh, will take your time alone, load then since you just started without me playing no. ah! i was just gonna let the white people get their news in um but, yeah, at any rate, um, how do I don't know. Announced
0: Monday by Clarence House, which manages the affairs of
1: Prince Charles, Harry's father.
0: The announcement posted on Twitter read, His Royal Highness, the Prince of Wales, is delighted to announce.
1: Um, for the record, I know black people that watched the the royal wedding from like two or three years ago. Uh huh. I mean, Mike Felder's one of them. It oh, was all-day event on CNN. Yeah,
0: it was. And, they getting their lives.
1: You know, I feel a lot of ways about this. Uh, the
0: engagement of prince harry to miss megan number Markle. one being the, Why the wedding will take we'll place in playing. spring
1: all right i'll just mute it all right but number one um i feel like liking the royal family is one of those things that i'll never really understand because i'm not one of those people mm-hmm. i don't really know their history i don't care about them i didn't watch the crown on netflix this is not my thing Mm-mm. That being said, um, when people talk about the royal family and Princess Diana and yeah, I, I, I don't, don't love that Prince shit doesn't bother me at all. Like, I'm just like, okay, it's not my thing. That's what people enjoy. Um, I also understand, um, that, you know, this dude apparently, uh, uh, Prince Henry or whatever, he said some shit like something about, africans before he had that he wore a costume that was a, a fucking hitler costume so i don't know this nigga and i don't have no affection for him or not affection for him honestly i do assume every rich white person is racist until proven otherwise that's just how i've chosen to navigate my life um it's also why i feel very very seldom do i ever feel let down when somebody fucks up i'm always like i mean <laughs> i mean come on but anyway uh, all that being said the people who are celebrating this mostly black women are mostly celebrating a black woman like quote-unquote being loved winning quote-unquote um that you're securing the bag even because he's worth like 53 million just from what his inheritance from D- diana and she worth like 5.3 million you know so it's a come up um but uh it's just a superficial thing like it's the same way people felt when um Cardi B got engaged to offset y'all don't have to invest in these people's lives no one does like you can eat just as easily be like and divest from them as well like um but the the common factor I think of a lot of stuff and this and I hate when people come down on black people about this cause one we have very little power to change these bigger issues that people are always constantly putting on our doorstep Come on, but um the thing is they're not celebrating necessarily the white supremacy of the royal family or even when it was the obamas entering the white house they're not celebrating the white house and i hate when people conflate that to make us seem stupid like we don't know any better like oh so y'all okay with you know your president your black president bombed some people and you know he killed people in the war and i'm like Is that what you think? We're dumb enough to be like, it's different when he do it. Or do you think we're like, that shit's going to happen no matter who's in the office. But the optics of a black person entering that office is still something that most of us never thought we'd see. The optics of a black woman uh, entering the royal family is something that most people never thought they'd see. You know? Um, So that's what people are celebrating. And if they're celebrating it, they saying it isn't going to change anything. Which, you know, you're free to say if you feel like that's, you're making some grand statement. I've read a lot of the people that were, you know, talking shit about it. And I haven't seen anybody that I felt like, man, really nailed it with that. It's all been like, it, you know what it is? It's like when people get mad about, y'all thought Hillary was your savior. I'm like, no one really thought that. Uh, but you do realize by, pay, by pay, putting that on black people, you're essentially putting that on Black women, who are the number one voters for the Democratic Party. Don't come in my face and tell me how pro-Black and pro-Black woman you are, while you're also shitting on them like they fucking stupid. You know what I mean? Like just uh, just leave me alone. Like one of these is a lie. I don't know whichever one. Either <laughs> you do think they're stupid and they all got conned, and you're the only one that was woke enough to understand, or you recognize that you're lying right now and that they all make, like held their nose and made a choice that. To save us from trump quote unquote that many people were too proud for uh to to make themselves right um that's kind of what this shit is to me like i don't see this any different than um cardi b's marrying getting engaged to offset who's a misogynistic uh homophobic rapper like okay that's their relationship if people want to celebrate like yes bitch she got engaged like, y'all always telling women like cardi b dang they they're gonna be alone for their whole lives and they hoes and this that and the other i don't know anything about their relationship they could go home and beat each other at night i don't know same with these people i don't know them but the superficial jokes of you know <laughs> it's gonna be uh it's gonna be shea butter in the in the royal bathroom i don't understand why people always gotta go shit on that like i just saw a lot of black women having a good time and then it turned into always arguing sometimes black women on black women arguing like you know obviously you got the hotel ass element of the black men like oh y'all celebrate this y'all negro bed Mm -hmm. wenches, y'all just want white men that's what y'all feminism is about and just shit like that where i'm like fuck man y'all know how to ruin a good time so I you know as all and like I say this as a person that doesn't really relate to this entire fiasco quote unquote like I'm not a oh shit the royal family I don't I only know their names when we cover white people news literally like and then I'll forget it if you people like sometimes people forget that we're covering white people news because we don't know shit and um they'll be like oh remember when Prince William did this I'm like who's Prince William which one what did he do he wanted them them people over there you know so it's just one of those things where um i was happy to see so many people making jokes and having fun Mm -hmm. and it's that's
0: what it's about to me
1: it sucked to see people raised it and i think it's just it's the brand it's what social media is now Mm -hmm. people don't even really talk about it like this in real life for the most part Mm -hmm. but everybody's kind of like quasi black academic quasi social media brand leader and shit so it's kind of hard for people to like uh, and i think maybe because we were in a different generation but before kind of the internet but it's kind of hard to see something and go i don't have to have a take on that no i don't have to like destroy people's fun Mm-mm. with this i don't have to disrespect Mm-mm. them and be like oh bitches y'all out here just trying to be a negro bedwish to this white man like i don't have to say that i can just go Oh, that's a thing that these folks are enjoying. Literally harmless, not going to change anything for anyone. Period. And you found a little bit of fun. Mm-hmm. You're making jokes about who's going to do the, the electric slide at the at the. You know, like it's just like why would yes,
0: that? Yes, who's going to do the Cupid Shuffle?
1: Yeah, like why would that offend somebody to see? You know, specifically black women getting you know getting their jokes in, getting their laughs and partying you know like it just felt weird to but weird but predictable you know oh yeah
0: yeah. that's just kind of i've been on social media long enough to realize that just kind of how it goes and like i said i don't know if it's a generational thing or it might just be my personality there's a lot of things that i see that i see people love and enjoy it gives them life it just ain't my shit what i let them do is party on And I think that's why for me, everybody's different, but for me personally, there's very few things in life that you can actually love and have pure, almost like a childlike joy. Very few things in life that you can actually love to that point. And because I function like that, and if I love something and I enjoy it, I just want to enjoy it. And I don't care about your opinion or your negativity about That's why for me, sometimes I just stay off social media for certain things because I'll cuss you out if you come over there cracking jokes and I take it the wrong way because I'm like, hey, I'm not here for that bullshit. So, you know, but I know that like I said, there's some people thing, there's some people brand, you know, and most people know that, uh, they can come and joke with me and things like that, but you always have somebody this, Want to be the, the opposite. Like, if everybody's swinging to the left, they got to swing to the right. If everybody's swinging to the right, they got to swing to the left. They just, it's just something within them on social media that makes them feel like they have to have a hot take and they have to comment on everything. But everything that everybody puts out there isn't always up to your interpretation. And sometimes I understand that's the social part of social media, you know, so I had to understand that perspective. But, you know, it's sometimes where because I pay attention to people's social aspect on social media, I go back and I look through your timeline. I go through your face like, oh, this is what you do all day long. Mm-hmm. So once I realize that you're that type of person, I just, find, I just don't fuck with you. Like, okay, you're just a negative person. You just there's nothing nobody can do right. Nothing. Th- everybody is fucked up but you. Nobody got their life together, but you and you got the answer to everything. Okay, well, you be that over there.
1: Yeah, it's, you know, it's just like, don't invite this motherfucker to a party because, you know, like, they got to walk in and tell everybody, like, uh, it's, it's like, if, if, to me, it's the equivalent of walking into somebody's party, they playing some, some hip-hop music, and then you, like, kick the speaker, and, and, you know, that makes that sound when the record skips, and you're like, y'all in here listening to this misogynistic, such-and-such, such-and-such rap, huh? Y'all need to wake up. Put on some, you know, Talib Quali or some shit and everybody in the party is like, what the fuck are you doing? Right. And if you, we're just dancing to knuck if you buck. We're not literally in here trying to reform the social structure or make the next political activist movement. We, Come on. sometimes niggas just want to party. As I always say, it's a time for woke. It's a time for jokes. And I think on, you know, with social media, there's just no line for most people. Cause, if these like i know for a fact if you were sitting in a room and there's a lot of black women in there and this news broke and they started making because it was mostly jokes it was not even like jokes it wasn't even on some like finally i'm crying because a black woman Mm. was recognized like it wasn't it wasn't some serious post it was just like oh shit uh it's gonna be hair rollers in the you know in the in the yes, in, like sponge hair rollers it was that kind of shit and it turned into like wow this is why we can't be free because y'all sisters out here celebrating too much y'all think we don't you ain't gonna get no reparation ticket or something it's like what? what is happening what is happening right
0: and like you say something you said that actually struck me sometimes niggas just want to party right and there's nothing wrong with you partying the thing about partying when you're at a party, like at a party and people having a good time, people don't ask your education. They right. don't ask how woke you are. Right. They don't ask your background. Nobody, nobody gives a fuck about how much money you got in your pocket. Right. Nobody cares about what kind of job you got. You just come in just to have a good time, and that's what it is. And people want to change it into something else, and I think they want to change it into something else because when women talk about shit that doesn't involve or wrapped around or center black men men black i've I realized there's a lot of black not all but a lot of black men have to come and make the conversation about them again right so it's like ain't nobody even thinking about you
1: some of that pop culture deepness shit is kind of like it's the pop psychology shit is this kind of like a rorschach test where it's like people see what they want to see anyway because i don't know how great of an example the marriage or impending marriage of a, a, this guy and this woman reflects on anything in the world you know what i mean like it's not, like literally is some people may feel this a, a a big deal in the fact that there's celebrities and stuff but like actually like to your own life i don't think anyone's taking it at some and this changed everything that day in my life when this. like no they're gonna people gonna watch the wedding at home people gonna have jokes and uh wedding playlist and all this shit but i just didn't feel like maybe i'm just getting tired of the cycle of just kind of the internet mm-hmm. consumption um because uh it is becoming so predictable but also because you know the more i look at people the more i kind of can see these patterns i'm like fuck man like i already know what you're gonna say you don't even have to say it like i already know this conversation like i saw too many black women being happy I, i'm in my mind like when i went to go play basketball you know i turn off my internet for a little bit go play ball I'm like when I come back it's just gonna be black women defending the fact that they had a little moment of excitement this morning mm-hmm. that's it and it happens with everything it, when it's Beyonce dropping an album by the afternoon it's y'all bitches think Beyonce is Jesus she's not no savior y'all just out of you know <laughs> she's still a capitalist and shit like that and I'm like oh black women had too much fun got it you know uh, and people and we do it all the time I'm not saying it's just only black women I, when uh 444 came out you know i remember people oh see black men gonna do this that and the other i'm like i mean they an album came out that talked to a lot of them that reached a lot of them come on you ain't even gonna get an hour with that album before you about to be told you ain't shit he ain't shit everybody ain't shit for even enjoying it so you know it's that kind of thing where uh, i think i'm just getting tired of the cycle yes sir particularly um, if you can see it right when you can see it coming is is even worse you know
0: yeah and, and it gets old and it's one of those things where it just it just kind of repeats itself over and over and over again and was it Fante or somebody I think it was Fante was saying like he's to the point now where he loves his people yeah like,
1: to distance himself from black people so he could stay loving them and I understand yes you know I definitely understand yes. that impulse because it's like we are so fucked up. And it's not by our fault. No, it's not. But so much has been done to us that many times we we step on each other before anybody can step on us. Like, you didn't do this the right way. You didn't do that. And I think um, the advent of social media has led to something that um, is a little bit different than before social media. And because sometimes I think people over exaggerate on that right yes they do. like i don't think we're that fucking different but one thing i do think is very different um and 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 everybody i think is pretty much guilty of this social media makes you feel like people are consumable but not just consumable but there's an ownership yeah uh because what social media has done is turned us into products right so what i mean by that is people follow me because they expect me to have certain opinions and they expect me to say certain things and they expect me to make certain jokes and stuff right people follow you for the same reason okay people may follow um you name the person they like they you are associated with certain events if you're an activist you're especially you're supposed to have certain opinions you're supposed to do certain things uh people look at you that way they don't want when you're quiet about something it can't be that you use the bathroom or you just were off the phone for a minute so you didn't see it right it's whoa so you don't care that this happened but you was caring about that thing happening that used to not be a thing
0: no it did not
1: you know that part of it like i've been trying to put my finger on it for a long time but it's that part of it that used to not exist this thing where it was like um it's almost like social media has made people a netflix queue. yeah you know like i specifically don't like you to be doing blank so you know because when you look at some of the fights and how little they are come on because i like and like i said i'm not trying to be- demean anyone here but like let's think about this Meghan Markle shit how fucking how fucking weird is it that this will have zero impact on the world or the lives of any of us come on yet i've watched people fall out over this
0: come on it don't make no sense
1: you know like over something that essentially should just be either haha you know she's getting is isn't this funny black woman in the or it should be eh it's not for me it should be about that simple for for and it's not just her but it's most things right Mm -hmm. but it ends up turning into something bigger because like i said you can be most people that have a facebook page or a twitter page or uh instagram or whatever most people are talking to people that they have most things in common with. You know, very few people really are out there like, I'm gonna go out here and hang out with the alt right today, you know, and vice <laughs> versa. Yet we end up where even I agree with you ninety nine percent of the time, but really you don't like this album? Fuck you, nigga. You ain't like and it can I've seen that discussion turn into and now we both got each other blocked. You know, and it's and it's kinda interesting because I feel like that is um the promise that social media has given us is that yeah. we will never run into opinions of people we don't we disagree with, yeah. and that if we dislike someone or we disagree with someone, get rid of them immediately, right? Yes, um, people and people are and,
0: easily uh, discard. Like
1: you can, yeah, them. it's easier. To, it's easier to discard somebody online, right? Whereas, and, and by discard, I don't even mean like just because you can hit block or mute or unfollow, right? what i mean by scar is like in real life if you knew that person that and maybe this is just a thing that happened when we were coming up like i said before the internet but there was just a thing where it's like oh i like jim but also jim um is a duke fan or i like jim but also jim has some issues when it comes to um his politics, like I disagree with him about like sometimes he'll he's on some respectability politics shit, and it didn't mean that you had to agree with him, it didn't mean you never you never fought or dis, didn't mean any of that, but it just meant like but also you're my friend, so this is an area where I disagree with my friend, and I think between you know the news with the with the five people on the panel arguing at each other uh social media kind of imitating that at all times and just the access we have to each other I feel like that's changed and I think moments like this which should be kind of like funny moments end up turning kind of sad for me because I'm like are, are y'all niggas really about to argue like you were at her Christian Christian in for her baby and here you are <laughs> like you know like some of y'all ain't gonna be free because of this and some of y'all ain't gonna be free because of that and I'm like you know when, like when you have more in common with the races and the hotels about this relationship then. You know, than than fellow black people. Like, what what what's the whole point of all this?
0: Yeah, and it's also, in my opinion, I think too, is that um, social media, in my opinion, and I know this probably due my age, social media gives people the illusion of relationships and friendships and closeness and tightness that in reality is not always there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's why they're quote-unquote friends or quote-unquote followers. Like, they don't name them that just because. They name them that, you know, for a reason. So, that for, for some people, these friends or followers, regardless of how real or quote-unquote fake they are to you, mean something to a lot of people. Um, and I think for some people, they don't build real, functioning, working relationships. Like, I'm old school, and I do know that through the Internet... I've actually met some good friends and some of my best friends, but we interacted for a while. And then guess what? One day I seen you face to face, like, like I'm real old school. Like I got to see you. I got to see what you look like, you know, have a real true interaction with you. Um, before I go to, to the level of, um, that determines the deepness of the relationship.
1: Well, I, I mean, honestly, that's not even it for me. Like I have friends that I mean, I feel like me and Chris were really tight before we even met. Like Mm -hmm. it's not really to me that's not that big a deal meeting face to face. Um not that it's not a bonus added, but it's not it's not what I'm saying is I I think of people as people all the time. I think I think digitally there's a disconnect in a lot of people's minds where we stop being people once we get online and in my mind i'm seeing hundreds of real ass black women three-dimensional people who have very complex complicated feelings about anti-blackness about whiteness about uh racism about not not idiots they're not they're not sheep they're not you know they're not fools i'm not i'm woke and y'all stupid it's not that i'm seeing them have a fun joyous moment and i'm like cool everybody got to have a little fun this morning by the afternoon it's, you know, good times, you know.
0: Correct. And and, <laughs> and also it's one of those things too to where also and I take that back. It's not always about physically seeing you. Like you say, I treat my online interactions like I'm like I'm interacting with somebody in real life. Yeah. And so I think that's why for sometimes I'm really sensitive to certain things. Because I'm like, hey, would you talk to me like this if mm-hmm. you see me face to face?
1: yeah i had a a guy on facebook the other day uh my friend i see him i mean friend is a little little heavy of a word for him but like acquaintance we see each other we joke all the time i play basketball with him one of the things we do on the side of the court all the time we argue all the time too nobody's ever like thrown blows nobody's ever gotten physical one time we did have a bad falling out where we ain't talk for a little bit but that was actually over basketball but um and, it, and i've had other and he's not the only one that i've had that situation still would count him as you know uh somebody i know mm-hmm. you know um and we were talking on facebook and he was like this is just social media i said no i would say this to your face and you know it too like we both know it like it, and and not because on some threatening like and i will fuck you up but like on some th- to me this discussion that we're having i don't really care Who's viewing it? Right. You know, it's not like I know a lot of people do. They're like, well, call me on the phone if you disagree. I'm like, you don't got to call me on the phone. Just talk to me the way we talk. Like, that's it. We don't have to fake it or anything. Like, we can have a conversation. I've had conversations on the side of a basketball court about things that most people would rather talk about in private. It could be about sexual assault. It could be about racism. It could be about whatever. And if you're my friend, you already know I'm that kind of person. Right. To be honest, you know, I've had conversations with white dudes that i play ball with and i'm like oh no i just think you're being racist against cam newton and you can see the room (gasps) and i'm like if i would say it to you on twitter why the fuck would i not say it to you in my face like we let's let's be honest with each other i mean maybe you can convince me that this isn't racism but you know like some of this shit is is that way and that's just how i I operate i understand that's a little bit different
0: yeah you're very blunt compared to a lot of people yeah
1: i understand it's a little bit different than most people but my point being i think if we treated each other the way we would treat each other to our faces right but I, i don't think i think very more often than not we're more like i'm speaking to a to like I'm stepping on my soapbox to speak to the church to the congregation as opposed to my friend or you know like I can disagree with my friend and not want her to die you know not want him to stop existing not need him blocked but at the same I mean I remember when um we went through all that shit with Firestarter you know and I'm still happy that we're friends Mm -hmm. like that that meant more to me than what the fuck the internet thought yes sir you know like i have my personal integrity that is more important than what the fuck anyone else online thinks about me or my integrity i'm not ruining a friendship over some bullshit over what white people think about our hashtags right like what white people think about a hashtag should not be the impetus for you know a bunch of black podcasts to be at each other's throat and they ain't about to pay none of us right a bunch of shit they gonna either if they want us anything from any of us they gonna want us to do it for free number one and then and then number two um i don't even get down like that like i don't even covet that right so but i remember people being like nah fuck them writing fucked up shit about them like no 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 don't say that to me because i like i am trying to make sure this is a a relationship that's maintained you know i that week of podcast was so important to me because We had them on, we had Ben Amin on, Mm -hmm. and we had black girl, uh, Jamie from Black Girl Nerds on. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I don't know that any of them are even cool with each other, you know, but I'm cool with all of them because they're all good people. I wish they could see it in each other, but I can see it in all of them. Right. You know, so it's that, it's that, uh, it just gets so complicated because we started off talking about Meghan Markle. This is how complicated shit gets when you throw in how fucked up we are as a people. And the damage we continue to do to each other, the cycles that we have, you know, of I've been hurt, so let me hurt you. Let me tell you why you're not black enough. Right. Let me question, you know, it's that kind of thing. Right, that
0: hurt people, hurt people. People joke right. about that, but that's a true uh, statement because I've been in a situation where you be like, you know what, I shouldn't have did that, and I lashed that you was sent these things towards you because I was mad or hurt or angry.
1: Right, and and, and the thing is, I understand that too.
0: Right. And I went back and apologized like, right. I'm about me person I'm I'm right. about making things right. right. But we live in an age where nobody wants to apologize nobody wants to admit that they're right nobody wants to admit that i mean admit that they're wrong nobody wants to come back and say i fucked up because that will mean you got a goddamn human being and lord have mercy don't let the social media people know and and the niggas out on on the internet know that you are a human being with feelings and emotions and range and
1: you're not a one-note machine and that's the thing about consuming people too right because what other people also like to do is consume the fight yes you know because i saw i remember. it's only been a few weeks now but that whole bourbon ball shit when people were uh i saw so many people go i didn't see y'all talking i don't see all y'all talking about this and i'm like everybody's talking about it but this, like oh some of y'all ain't saying enough i'm like oh this is basically like you turning the volume up on your tv like i want more like keep fighting i need to see more of this discord on my timeline and it's because they're not people to you like not the people that were uh that were uh sexually allegedly sexually assaulted not the people that did it Mm -hmm. not the people that were just like bystanders not the people that it's like you turned uh, the channel
0: on and this was on for the day
1: yeah it's just and then in 72 hours it's gone you know in 72 hours nobody gives a fuck about it anymore because it was just it literally was the tv show for the day um so yeah i feel like i'm getting sick of people in a way i mean i'm always kind of sick of people but
0: yeah i don't know
1: as of late it's just been like damn like oh cool something funny happened oh never mind it's already fucked up (laughs) you know what i mean like every day yes
0: it is,
1: yes, like, this it is. Would, like this would be cool uh this niggas never had um you know um seasoning salt on his food oh isn't that funny and it's like you know what you really saying is that the patriarchal military system of i'm like okay i, I didn't know i didn't
0: i didn't know i didn't know that's know, what was happening i just want to make a uh, sweet potato and pumpkin pie jokes. how did right. we get
1: here i thought if harry put his hair in a do-rag and was walking around with waves we could just get a laugh out of it
0: Yes, laugh. i didn't
1: know we were gonna have to bring back all the old shit and i and the thing and by that same token i'm not even saying everybody gotta celebrate it Mm-mm. but it just feels like when people target folks
0: yeah like for you like celebrating it's people, a, it's right? an
1: extra level to it like it's one thing to be like well i i am not celebrating this shit fuck it you know cool got it hey yeah. look ain't no requirements no one mm-hmm. can force you to do anything I
0: understand that too
1: when it becomes y'all niggas it's like oh <laughs> ouch uh, so black people got too happy today okay cool mm-hmm. I mean it'll something' happen tomorrow it'll it'll happen again but of course anyway um they got engaged and uh, I thought it was was uh, kind of funny uh I that, did
0: too I'm everybody excited. was getting their jokes
1: in. I thought it was funny everyone was getting their jokes in here's the other part I would add too um I'm not saying it's a hundred percent so asterisk on this con, on this, con, on, this <laughs> on this on this statement I'm about to make oh. I'm not saying it's a hundred percent but it's very fucking close to hundred percent. Anything that makes racist white people mad bring me joy, mm-hmm. and I'm not sorry.
0: Yeah. No, me, me and either. I'm
1: never going to be sorry. I'm
0: not trying to be funny. That's one reason why I'm excited. Like, like that is one of the main reasons why I'm not even from the country. But that's one of the main reasons why I'm excited because I know they're going to be mad because even before we read articles about how they went so fucking hard at her. Like, they was going hard at her when they found out that they were dating.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. White people mad. Racist white people are mad as fuck that he would sully the royal dick with this black temptress. And you know what? Fuck them. Right. If it make them mad, then I'm even more here for it. Like, it's a very simple rule. And like I said asterisk it it doesn't apply to everything but god damn it i like it's very close to 100 percent. like if it ain't 100 it's like 99.9 percent of shit that makes racist white people mad just makes my motherfucking life better like it just smells things smell sweeter i'm trying to food tastes better don't it though what it tastes better to tears my dick gets harder okay Ah! like it is it is so much better when racist white people I'm upset about some some trivial shit essentially like ain't no like that's the thing black people was kind of like ha 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 cool got some jokes moving on what else y'all doing today and it turned into like this fucking cuck would dare do this to the to the to the royal penis and the royal line i'm like oh y'all seem quite upset mm. let me rewind this and get get my party on you know mm-hmm. so make
0: make them real mad and have Beyonce and Jay Z and Cardi B
1: right so I'm just saying cause I cause that's the thing you take any of the shit that we quote unquote celebrate any critical academic analysis of anything pop culture is going to ruin the fun right period I don't care who you are we're all biased with a D we're all biased we all have um we all have our own hangups like you know um there's a reason people celebrate cardi b um as like she's a feminist icon and shit even though she ain't never claimed that she's not trying to give you like some academic like spear of anything she's living her best life i'm
0: here for it and and out here making hits
1: and and came from the stripper stage to the motherfucking number one hit in america come on at some point in the dream i'm not going i'm not too far gone down the rabbit hole to celebrate that you know same way i'm not too far going down the rabbit hole to be like oh cool black girl getting gonna be a princess ha ha right
0: you because, know because to me a lot of it boils back down to how can i say it when you talk about cardi b a lot of people like you say no she didn't claim that role but her doing though doing what she did is also a part of feminist oh for a sure being a feminist you for know sh- but a lot of people have their uh Put out this they put their agendas when it comes to it.
1: But here's the thing though. Yes, she did. Yes, it's feminist, da da da. But she hasn't claimed to be, like, some intersectional, woke, oh, no. academic oh. woman. Mm-hmm. So then what happens is, because other women have chosen to take her on as, like, this avatar, or like, you know, oh, <laughs> Cardi B did, said this line, that's basically a line about socialism. She said this line, that's a line for cooperative e- economics. Oh, she said this line, that's a line for she want to be treated right. And, like, it's that kind of thing, right? And it's, like, really, it's just a rapper you know like you don't like she didn't go to school for this. she's not trying to do this Mm. but because some women would celebrate i actually saw other women come through and be like y'all y'all are promoting this colorist this that and the other woman And it's like "Mm, okay fun ejected out of this conversation i don't think anybody that was a fan of hers was actually sitting up here going and she passes the bell hooks test of you know (laughs) perfect intersectional black feminism like nobody really was saying that but people elevate it to that way so they can critique it right and that and that's kind of i don't know it's just kind of whack but you know i'll try to stay out of it um because that's the other thing that i always will say there's it happens every day somebody's enjoying some shit on the timeline on the twitter on the facebook on in the so in, in the in media and you know what it ain't my thing and i don't have to like come in and tell them why it's fucked up
0: i sure don't honey and i let them party just like when i'm partying y'all let me
1: party don't bother me like uh, like essentially it really doesn't affect anything
0: Mm -mm.
1: you know no great lesson is learned any of this shit all right let's talk about other stuff that you know may or may not matter depends on how we feel um town rallies around shop owners after they threaten the christian boycott for staying open on sundays now see if this was a Muslim town and they threatened a store for being open on their Sabbath and said it was a Sharia law, it'd be the number one story in America. But somehow a Christian uh, town can be like, we boycotting y'all for having the audacity to work on Sundays and serve people. I mean, are y'all boycotting Walmart? Are y'all go Ryan's. Are y'all go McDonald's. What do y'all eat at the church? Dunkin' Donuts, Krispy Kreme. Does everyone in town make meals by hand after church? Is that what's happening Come in
0: this town? All these restaurants open.
1: Yeah, the the the, the, the store is called Tweetastic. Owner Leona Rollinson, uh, uh, Leona Rollinson got an interesting package: a Bible accompanied by a letter warning her that she remains open on Sundays. Some Christian in that tiny town may boycott them. The purpose of the letter is certainly not to intimidate you into closing on Sunday, nor are we aware of any organized campaign in relation to this matter. A letter from Dan McPhail, owner of Scotland Isle on Lew- of Lewis read. However, it is a sincere, humble request that you consider closing the shop on the Lord's Day. Uh,
0: <laughs> see, people like, see, I'm not good. People like y'all is why I can't get a mimosa before 10. <laughs> Fuck y'all.
1: For noon, Karen.
0: Oh, noon. Mm -hmm. Well, shit, before that, it was before what? One, two? I
1: don't know, but I know it's noon for sure. Uh, (laughs) uh, but yeah, um, uh, Rawlinson, uh, who is, uh, Wait, as Hemant Meta, a pathos friendly atheist, writes, Mikhail's letter to Rawlinson wrote uh which he wrote as part of his work as secretary of the Lord Day Lord's Day Observance Society, a Christian group that lobbies for no work on the Christian Sabbath, has unintended consequences. Rawlinson's partner Martin Fleet noted on Facebook members of their small community have been supportive following the Bible mailing incident. Lots of lovely people have called into the shop to offer support, people of faith and no faith alike. The resounding message over and over again has been that is not about religious about controlling behavior by a tiny sanctimonious minority that professes to speak for the island but in reality only speaks for his narrow fundamentalist interpretation of christianity that is the topic in itself and i may return to it later uh so yeah just ridiculous um and i and, and for the record that that headline was a little misleading because he didn't threaten to boycott he was basically just saying it might have unintended consequences which i don't know i'm assuming is not a threat i I would like to think it's just i don't know Mm. uh the five most addictive substances in the world what are they karen meth karen saying meth okay okay yeah that's one of them m-e-t-h-o-d man um well we're gonna find out okay guys um we never recommend anyone does drugs especially the illegal ones but if you do have a heart set on mind altering substances it's probably wise to avoid these five Mm -hmm. as they have been found um to be the most addictive substances in the world
0: okay uh uh, yeah i said meth but you know hey meth could be internationally known
1: a group of addiction experts chemists and forensic scientists and pharma uh pharmacologists headed up by professor david Nutt, analyzed the addictive qualities what a name Nutt.
0: yes (laughs) i'm 12
1: i mean that you sound more like 13 or 14 (laughs) because I don't think at eight or nine or ten to twelve I think kids would have said that's not that funny
0: <laughs> but I'm 13 then mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you
0: <laughs> said nut <nothing. laughs> I'm working with a child
1: the researchers are, uh, what anyway five most addictive services, substances in the world heroin got a score of three
0: uh, we three out of what three Oh, three out of three? So that's the highest. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. So heroin, number two, cocaine,
0: 2.4. I thought you said five.
1: No, I said three out of three is the highest you can go.
0: Oh, okay. There okay. are
1: five substances.
0: Ah, so you stop in the bottom.
1: Number one, heroin was okay. three. That's the most it could be. I'm with you now. Number two, cocaine, got a score of 2.4 out of three.
0: Oh, that's close.
1: That's the second highest okay nicotine got 2.2 out of 3 says a lot right heroin I, cocaine just cigarettes
0: yeah and and uh they actually uh not to get off topic
1: don't to get off topic they're girl. actually
0: having uh a thing today where they're actually uh just settled with the tobacco company about them doing false advertisement and about how they purposely and strategically uh made cigarettes more addictive and also how they had told them to start uh, putting stuff publicly out so that uh, people would know and how they actually did their advertisement like very old school ways so you're not reaching young people. Young people, they don't, most of them don't watch television. Most of them do 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 um, Hulu, Netflix, particularly YouTube. And a lot of them don't read newspapers. So they were saying they've been fighting them for 10 years uh for them to get this together so when you say that yeah they know they just don't <clears throat> care mm-hmm.
1: you are a font of college where you find that out at
0: npr shout out to npr
1: <laughs> support your local public radio support guys.
0: them i know i do mine
1: wfa we got a cup in the um cabinet right now
0: mm-hmm. they be educating me going down the road
1: mm-hmm. i learned like five different things today uh barbiturates with a score of two um barbiturates aren't that like is what that like is that? i want to say it's like beer and shit but i'm not 100 sure i don't know i know it's like you that's know how you have it. uppers they're like the downers
0: oh okay i was about to say that's not like a, a, a monster on uh, harry potter the barbiturist is coming to get you
1: mm, let me see barbiturate drugs Ryan. um what's an example of a barbiturate drug all right let's see what we got here oh phenobarbital Mephobarbital. I don't so know what
0: none of that means.
1: Probably that shit future be writing about. You know, maybe that kind of stuff. Anyway, the fifth one is alcohol with a score of one point one nine oh one point nine. So um well it's worth noting that while alcohol comes in at number five in terms of addictive qualities, previous research listed as the most damaging of the drugs uh of the law of the list. With the World Health Organization estimating that around 5.9% of deaths worldwide are attributed to alcohol consumption. Ooh. Uh, barbiturates, meanwhile, often are prescribed to treat seizures and anxiety.
0: Also, that pills.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh.
1: Yep. So. Oh, and, um. And they were also saying that, you know, three of these five are legal nicotine, barbiturates, and alcohol.
0: Correct. Correct. And it's also, uh, particularly with, uh, uh, alcohol is one of those things where a lot of people can consume alcohol and have a problem but we talked about before a lot of people that um consume alcohol and it's an addiction for them a lot of people don't consider alcoholism an addiction because it's, it's common you know because people think drinking social uh structures and things like that and it's also one of the things too to where like i've seen what can happen to people that become very very addictive you know to it it can affect addicted to what addicted to alcohol
1: okay
0: you know um like i had a family member oh she's she's been past one of my uh, older aunt and uh she would drink so much that even when she was not drinking she smelled like alcohol like it mm-hmm. it can, literally came out her pores. like it, it could be something serious but a lot of people you know they kind of cross that off or they don't really think of it like that like you said because it's legal here in america and because it's so much uh a normal part of our society that people don't even think twice about it
1: yeah you can tell because whenever i go to a doctor and they ask like how much do you drink and i always say like oh you know maybe one or two drinks of maybe a week or so like not a lot they're always like damn that's all like it's always like this kind of huh you don't really be drinking a lot it's like well what what the fuck do people be saying when they come in here you know, six or to the head at lunch, then six or for when I get to bed. I'm like I got to function. I mean, because also alcohol is kind of a cheap one that yeah. people can access. You don't need to go to a doctor to get a prescription. And I think a lot of people self medicate with it. I had a friend that mm-hmm. was telling me the other day how he he was like, yeah, you know, I I, I was like, he was struggling. He was like, yeah, I'm out here struggling um playing basketball he was, he was like you know i was like wow what's going on you hung over or something he's like nah actually because i stopped drinking and i was like oh he's like going through a draw or something he's like yeah i was like well you just drinking going out socially and stuff he's like sometimes i was drinking by myself too that's why i had to stop i felt like it was getting too bad i was like well how much were you drinking he was like you know like take like a fifth of vodka every night i was like oh Ooh. that is a lot like just by yourself and the, like i was you like ain't
0: splitting it sharing it with nobody
1: yeah i was like hey man you know you you might you know like not for me to presume i'm not an expert i was like you might be self-medicating like something else might be wrong a lot of people that has do. nothing to do with you know because you're not drinking at this point for fun you're not drinking socially um that's a lot of <laughs> that's a lot of alcohol it will definitely put you out um So I was like, yeah, man, like, you know, if you need to talk to somebody or something, man, you should look into it. Don't, like, be afraid to talk to somebody about that because, you know, whatever's going on, that's definitely not – that's a solution that's going to bring way more problems than it's going to fix.
0: Right, and it's one of those things where – people drinking like it's nothing wrong with people drinking it's like everybody knows their limits and a lot of people know when they're consuming too much like because it's all a personal thing right um and you know it's also you know one of those things particularly alcohol is for some a lot of people it's a shame you know a shamefulness connected to that for whatever reasons um you know people quote unquote they don't want to be known as they're drunk you know mm-hmm. type of thing particularly with black families and you know something that a lot of black people might not have realized and you know just listening to people on social media a lot of black people alcohol consumption went well once trump got elected because a lot of black people went through a very serious phase of depression once he got elected thinking about the things and worrying about their friends and their family members and their loved ones and it's something that people really don't you know think about at the time you go well oh i'm just drinking but it comes to the point where you can get to the point where it can start affecting your, you just functioning, your your everyday uh, life.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I can, I can definitely understand. I think a lot of people, the things that have been done in this country under, and it's not just with Trump, by the right. way. I mean, since, in my opinion, since Obama's been elected. Right and it's not because oh obama was so terrible he was doing stuff but the reaction from white folks to his presidency right. has put a lot of black people in some very stressful situations mm-hmm. and things have popped up that i don't think anyone could have necessarily anticipated but it's definitely taking a mental toll on everybody right everybody people on razor's edge sometimes like i said people are basically fighting about the end friendships over megan marco getting married today that ain't because that shit's so important it's because as a distraction it could be more it's more it's an escape it's still escapism even if you're fighting it's still escapism
0: correct because it's one of the things where you don't have to to deal or face reality and it's something we talked about it before, but particularly in the uh, black community, you know, therapy and therapists and psychology and psychiatrists and things like that are kind of frowned upon, but it's people that actually need it. Like, you actually need these things and... I if f- you can afford it right if you can afford it and that's the thing it should be free but if you can
1: afford it if your insurance covers it if you have a job that allows you to get that kind of time right off, right stuff like, yeah, that. like you say
0: time off and stuff like that and, and 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 those things are are luxury and it's one of those things where if you can get yourself in a position where you can i say go for it i say uh go and talk to somebody that has by law has to keep it confidential they can't go share and spread and things like that because a lot of people are healed and can move on and can be a better person through these things and can just view the world differently but you've got to get yourself to a point that you're willing to go
1: yeah yeah people i mean you know i think you know i think there's a reason there's been an uptick in cancellations per se uh so to say so to speak uh and it's not all bad there's some good things that are coming out of it i think mm-hmm. this new wave of women that are really like proactively getting abusive people up out of the paint um not just women but people that have been attacked and abused and survived are getting people up out of the paint i think part of that is a reaction to trump's and his misogyny mm-hmm. my dad was saying that the other day at thanksgiving i was like you know that's definitely part of it like it can't be separated from it like maybe the fight isn't gonna be in the voting booth and maybe a lot of but there's some level of fight back when it comes to specifically the misogyny not necessarily the racism because i think people are already exhausted of that because they one some of the white people agree with that shit come on and then two and then two uh, people have been fighting that under obama for so long it's not new but the way with this was fighting back in the name of being a woman and fighting abusive men and shit that that feels more fresher even though uh, like i said i still feel like that's gonna eventually end and go back to normal
0: mm-hmm. everything um, control out deletes.
1: emotionally intelligent husbands are the key to a lasting relationship lasting marriage a long term study of one hundred and thirty newlywed couples, doctor John Gottman discovered that men who allowed their wives to influence them have happier marriages and are less likely to divorce. How would you get Okay? Um. obviously it's a thing but who the fuck gets married like i'm not gonna let this bitch influence me i know that much a lot
0: of men (laughs) you know a lot of men what
1: i won't be doing is allowing you to change me enhance me in any way make me a better person and shit i definitely won't be learning from your ass now take half my stuff a a lot of men let's have children i don't respect your opinion let's have children
0: a lot of men (laughs) like i don't think People underestimate the power and the influence that patriarchy and sexism rules men's lives. Like, it really does. And it's like racism. This has been something that has been embedded in you since you've been a little boy. You've been told certain things. You've been told that you have the right to a woman. You've been told you go get a good woman. Like, you've been told these things. So, it's one of the things that, uh, as men get older some men choose to break that some don't mm-hmm. you know um and also it's one of the things where people grow and people change um and yeah it's a lot of men that uh they they gun hold to this i'm the head of the household or you know my my woman is supposed to you know respect me and mm-hmm. and shit like that but it's they don't realize it's supposed to be something that's supposed to be reciprocated you're a unit, but it's like, oh, I'm the man, I make the final decision, they swing the dick around and act like everybody in the house is a child, even their wives.
1: Uh-huh, for sure, it's just stupid, it's all right. It,
0: right, It's it's stupid, but it's a reality for a lot yeah. of people,
1: you a know. Of, yeah, I, maybe uh, most people.
0: Right, and it's one of the things where, um, uh, I can say for being married for many, many years, um, being married is interesting, um, particularly um, when you first get together because most men are not open they're just not open creatures mm-hmm. women talk they talk they talk they get emotions out you call your girlfriend you talk you talk yeah, 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 yeah. that's how women go and men are not taught to be like that they taught to hold it in i have to be strong i have to keep it together i'm the fixer mm-hmm. and so a lot of times when they get a woman in their life that. Wants that that truly loves them and wants to hear their opinion and wants to know how they feel and wants them to be open and wants them to be honest. It's it, and sometimes it's almost can be like chipping against a brick wall.
1: Uh, that can also be a tactic for like a weird kind of a. Uh Abusive manipulation, you know, Correct. like I'm going to withhold this intimacy from you. I'm not going to talk to you. I'm not going to express my feelings on things. I'm going to shut down. I'm going to leave. I'm going to, you know, go through long periods of the silent treatment. Like a lot of those are the tactics that most men are taught when dealing with women because we're told that women are wrong. We are taught to be aggressive towards women uh in a lot of ways that would trigger women, and then when they go off, we go. See, this is what I'm talking about. Women being crazy, emotionally unstable. I'm a person of logic. It's like you're not being logical. You're being, you're withholding emotionally and calling that not having emotions. But that's not natural. That's not human to not have emotions about things. You know, there's things you have to work through under the guise of masculinity to reach points where you can be more open emotionally. I mean, it's not like, I don't think men necessarily walk into a relationship trying to do this shit but society has taught us so much like we're you're right about everything why because you have a penis and women need to listen to you because you have a penis you automatically can dictate to any woman um like for example i know men who defend tyrese but then like hate jamila lemieux one of them went to school for that shit the other motherfucker just got a dick you know what i mean like tyrese then had a tv show i think with russell simmons Mm
0: mm-hmm okay mm-hmm. mm,
1: interesting mm-hmm. but yeah i telling women what they need to do to get a man same thing for steve harvey yet yeah, we have women that have gone to school studied feminism studied like uh yeah, multiple degrees right can cite books and can cite like references and everything and all a man needs is a suit with seven buttons on the front and a Bible. And he gets to do more than they, I'm supposed to listen to him more than I'm supposed to listen to them. It's just the way that we've kind of taught things like, right. For, for women to be open, for men to be closed. The other thing is like, how do we define open? Right. Because just cause you talking don't really necessarily mean you are open. Correct. You know, like, um, there's like, I'm a person that doesn't really like the the kind of small talky shit. That's just not my thing so i don't really respond to it from anyone you know um but it takes a while to get used to that rhythm because to most of my friends are like oh i love Ryan. he's one of my like one of my best friends we talk about all kinds of shit that really gets to the core of the issue but if that same person would hit me up and just like hey man what you think about this weather i'm like what the fuck like i don't want to talk to you today like call me back when some shit is happening or something, you know? Like this is not count as a conversation. You can't trick me into thinking we <laughs> friends cuz we talked about the weather 37 times. It's not the same as being friends. Correct. Um anyway, um this but but the like you said, the default for women is already to be kind of open. Uh not necessarily cuz I feel like women are just so much better. Mm-mm. Literally society beats the shit out of women until they have to survive this way like i my survival instinct is i need to know what the fuck is on your crazy ass mind
0: right because it might I mean? mean the death of
1: me it could mean right it could mean so many things for me and i'm gonna get blamed for whatever happens right if a man hits a woman that's her fault if she gets divorced that's her fault if you know like if she so walks
0: out that's her that's fault. her
1: fault everything is her fault so i feel like women are kind of already filling things out all the time you know um anyway the critical study is not limited to heterosexual couples it essentially is essential in same-sex relationships as well but the research shows that gay and lesbian couples are notably better at it than straight couples that also makes sense because yes, you does. have you have less of a rigid what is male what is female thing less of less of the um cis hetero privilege right so you have less of that shit um and you're already, once again, in survival mode. You constantly filling out your environment to live. You know? So like, <laughs> you know, part of being, uh, part of what I think being emotionally intelligent and being empathic is about is really just, a lot of it's just filling out your environment. You know? It's like, how, what are you thinking? What is this person thinking? What is that person thinking? That kind of thing. It's not always like a, it's not always a good trait, like I said, cause sometimes, I empathize with people where I'm like, this person's actually fucked up, you know, and I have to find a way to turn it off. So I'm like, nope, not you. But anyway, uh he goes on. um, I want you to meet Lauren and Steven. While Steven becomes an equal partnership is the key, to uh believes an equal partnership is a key to a happy lasting marriage his actions speak differently steven the guys and i are going fishing this weekend we're leaving later tonight lauren but my girlfriends are staying with us friday and i need help cleaning the house tonight we talked about this how could you forget can you leave tomorrow morning steven how did how did you forget i have my guys trip i can't change out a partner schedule we are scheduled we are leaving in a few hours lauren anger boils uh anger lauren's anger boils she calls him a selfish asshole and storms out the kitchen Feeling overwhelmed, Stephen pours himself a glass of whiskey and turns on the football game. He could be cleaning while well. anyway. Uh when Lauren <laughs> when Lauren walks back into the room to talk, he stonewalls her. She starts to cry. He announces he he needs to work on his truck and leaves the room. Arguments like these are full of accusations, making it difficult to determine the underlying cause, while it's clear Stephen's unwillingness to accept Lauren's influence. Um uh, rejecting influence not that marriage can't survive moments of anger complaints or criticism they can couples get in trouble when they match negativity with negativity instead of making repairs to de-escalate conflict dr gottman explains in the seven principles of making marriage work that 65 percent of men increase negativity during arguments yeah i can tell you just as a man arguing with men that is probably the number one tactic
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and they do it to intimidate. Particularly when you do the women that you don't respect, right. you do that shit to intimidate them because you could be talking at a normal voice. All of a sudden, a nigga get louder and you're like, "Nigga, why is you goddamn raise your voice? I can fucking hear you."
1: Right. um That that I think that is just the way men are taught to argue.
0: Right, and you're like, I want to have a conversation with you like a reasonable person, but. You know, I'm the emotional one, though. Right. Okay, I'm the emotional one when you come in here, beating your chest and raising your voice and hollering at me like I'm fucking ch- like I'm a child.
1: Steven's response doesn't show how he hears Lauren's complaint. Instead, he responds to, with defensiveness and sends a complaint right back. Why didn't she remember his plans? The four horsemen criticism defensiveness, contempt, and stonewalling are telltale signs that a man is resisting his wife's influence. My point is not to insult men. It's to make, it, it takes two to make a marriage work, and it's just as important for wives to treat their husbands with honor and respect. But Dr. Gottman's research indicates that a majority of wives, even in unhappy marriages, already do this come on this doesn't mean women don't get angry or even contemptuous of their husband it just means they let their husbands influence their decision making by taking their opinions and feelings into account That is to suggests that men do not return the favor well yeah also in life we are constantly reinforcing that women should have a man if she doesn't have a man she is less valuable or worth and with. something's wrong with her well mm-hmm. worthless is part of the less valuable like you know all the way down to worthless you know what i mean but you are less valuable because you did not attract a man to come and be intertwined with you.
0: Right. And I we don't really do that to men. Right. And I can just be happy being single. I could be like, right. I don't want no man. I'm
1: good. Right. But we don't do that to men is what I'm saying. So we don't say what's, what's wrong with you. Why you ain't got a wife. You know, we don't say that. Uh, statistically speaking, Dr. Godman's research shows there is an 81% chance that a marriage was self employed when a man is unwilling to share power. 81
0: percent yeah because that shit get old now i don't care who you are that shit get old you don't get tired of having a conversation and he's not willing to budge having a conversation and he don't want to talk having a conversation and he keeps shutting down well you're like shit i'm tired of pouring when are you gonna pour into me
1: and women have choices now
0: right you That know, they didn't just, have before
1: yeah there used to be a time where you could just be like bitch i'm I'm where you going? I'm going to the moon, bitch. You know that joke, Robin Harris made. Mm-hmm. Like, when you getting back? <laughs> you know, uh like he used to could do that, but now women got choices. You know, got jobs, education. Not to mention when you throw race in there, like many in many situations, black women are earning more, higher educated, more financially stable. Like you know, <laughs> this like to be that kind of asshole in a situation where a woman it's better off without your ass is already just begging for it. Uh, what men can learn from women there are books that say men are from Mars women are from Venus while this isn't literally true men and women often do feel alien to one another this starts in childhood when boys play games that focuses on winning not the emotions of the others playing if one boy gets hurt he gets ignored after all the game must go on with girls feelings are often the first priority when a tearful girl says we're not friends anymore the game stops the only, it only starts again with the girls makeup the seven principles of making marriage work Dr. Godman explains the truth is that girlish games are often far better preparation for marriage and family Life because they focus on relationships. There are plenty of women who are unaware of the, so, the these social nuances, and men who are deeply sensitive to others. In Dr. Gottman's research, however, only thirty-five percent of men were emotionally intelligent. Yikes! I believe that. Oh, it's true. It's not even debatable. I don't think. Because right. uh, most
0: have to learn as they get older. If they learn, yeah. If they if like, they if, interested in learning, if they open about it, because you know it's to me. I know it might sound strange. listening listen to three guys on, but it was fascinating listening to men be open and honest and truthful about some of the things they're going through, some of the things they dealt with, some of the things they're dealing with, and just being really, really open because that is a rarity for men.
1: Yeah, uh, three guys on had this episode. I want to say the title of it was Grapple um i'm trying to see if i can tell y'all what number it was or if it, i don't i don't think it was behind the paywall either it wasn't Si yeah it was 696 episode 696 um it's well worth the listen it um is. but it's a great conversation that happened i mean all of it was great but it is uh, and it's funny too but there was a great conversation that happened where he talked about uh like the things you learn as a man the masculinity and kind of unlearn it and how you know you're 35 40 50 years old and you're still unlearning this shit and you're still starting to think about uh you know the idea that you know these are men that are talking about social media and thinking about disappointing people you know like that's that's basically a foreign concept to most men when it comes to that kind of thing like we are very self-assured we don't need to think about letting people down because what because no matter what we're always right so if because if, honestly tomorrow i could come out tomorrow and reverse every fucking thing i've ever said about women tomorrow there would be at least some women who would have my motherfucking back and be like you know what right is all right and maybe i've just been looking at this wrong or y'all y'all don't don't y'all come for him you know like it would happen tomorrow wow. it would happen it it wouldn't matter because yeah. there because that's the default for men men are not to be discarded men like we found out men are abusive and what was the first thing that happened like forget like this is a, a sea change sea change with this latest like month and a half but in general so and so is abusive well what about all the jobs he creates what about his so i'm not supposed to go to no more of his concerts what i can't listen to his music like it immediately becomes about everything except this person if that was a woman you disagree with she can go there'll be another one in 15 minutes women are like buses replaceable and a new one arrives soon right that's the difference um with men like men are just seen as more valuable you know that thing we talked about yesterday that woman turned the world on her head by just suggesting that well what if we just sacrifice the fucking three percent of men and they lose their jobs and but but we end up saving society because there's no more sexual assault people would be like no those three men are more valuable (laughs) Then all the women who are sexually assaulted and won't get justice currently. Those three men, what we can't have is a system that would dare inconvenience three men. They are, they are more, three out of every 100 men accused of sexual assault that, that, that are actually being lied on. We cannot afford a system that allows that. So, this is more important. You know, that's how we feel about this shit. So, yeah, I think that's why men are less emotionally intelligent. You don't have to be.
0: No, you be stupid dead. as
1: bricks and somebody will defend you if i said fuck charlemagne tonight on my facebook page knowing everybody that fucks with me somebody would be like why you gotta say that about him?" right <laughs> if i said like fuck angela yee it's gonna be like yeah fuck that bitch too i hate her <laughs> like it's a totally different response um Anyway, two rows rows diverge. I take the relationship focus. When the husband who lacks emotional intelligence rejects his wife's influence because he fears a loss of power and because he's unwilling to accept influence, he he will not be influential. The emotionally intelligent husband is interested in his wife's emotion because he honors and respects her. While this man may not express his emotions in the same way his wife does, he will learn how to better connect with her when he need when she needs to talk he'll turn off the football game and listen he'll pick we over me he will understand his wife's inner world continue to admire her and communicate his respect by turning towards her his relationship sex life or overall joy will be far greater than the man who lacks emotional intelligence the emotionally intelligent husband will also be a better father because he's not afraid of his of feelings he will teach his children to respect their emotions and themselves dr gottman calls this emotional coaching uh, emotion coaching uh because this man deeply connected to his wife he will uh she will go to him when she is stressed upset and overjoyed she even go to him when she is aroused i love how they always try to get us in with the sex though but, but that, i ain't say it ain't true karen yeah, that's
0: real.
1: this is not a lie i'm just saying they know that the men value the, the, the sex more. they're like and you're gonna get some pussy right. oh connect with your wife dog i'm gonna go ahead and listen to how her day was then i didn't know it was pussy on the other end of this yeah, right that's so sad uh right right <laughs> I, I ain't getting mo, yes uh, it's just ridiculous uh because <laughs> they
0: dick is like pussy
1: uh, how to accept influence Dr. Gottman suspects men who resist their wives influence do so without realizing it accepting influence is both a mindset and a skill cultivated by paying attention to your spouse every day this means building your love maps expressing your fondness and admiration and accepting bids for connection and when conflict happens the key is to understand your partner's point of view and be willing to compromise do this by identifying your inflexible areas and searching for something both of you can agree to um for example steven understands that lauren is stressed about having company when the house is a mess while he may not be able to delay his trip until the morning he can push it back later that evening so he can help her around the house first maybe instead steven uh, of steven vacuuming and wiping down the counters typically his task lauren can wipe them down in the morning for her friends arrive so steven could leave a little earlier with his buddies accepting your partner's influence is a great strategy for gaining more respect power and influence want to have a happy stable marriage uh, make your commitment to your partner stronger than your commitment to winning. If you do that, your marriage wins. If you want to build a deeply meaningful relationship, full of trust and intimacy, then, uh, then it's like go to this block. Uh, here's the thing I would add: one, I see that on social media play out every day. Everybody's always talking about winning, winning, the, like winning. Like people talk about their relationships like it's really uh, like a like fighting an enemy. <laughs> like, like I've just,
0: ne- I've never understood that. Man, right. you, you talked about that yesterday. I've never understood. People in a relationship, and it's a power struggle. You're supposed to be my mate, the person I love, the person I'm intimate with, the person I share all these things about my life and who I am with. Why am I fighting with you? Everybody feels differently about this. Yeah. But my house is one place I refuse to fight. Whenever I open up the door, there's some form of a fight, knowingly or unknowingly, from the time I leave to the time I come home. Like, it's something, be it racism, sexism, it's, it's always something. I'm not fighting at home, too, because then your 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 mind never gets a chance to rest. You're always on. I don't need to be on all the time. I should be able to come home and be motherfucking off. I should be able to come home and be like, baby, this bitch did this at work today, and we just talk about it, joke about it, and move on. I should be able to come home and talk to you about The things that are influencing me, that my hopes, my dreams, my aspirations—I should be able to share them with you. I shouldn't have to fight outside of my house and then come home and have to fight your black ass too.
1: Yeah, I always find it funny when people shit on the idea of being best friends in a relationship or marriage, as if it's like some stupid, ridiculous thing to say. My best friend. Yeah, I always find it weird because, and maybe it's because we got together so young, so maybe like old. the older you get the more ridiculous it probably does sound correct because like how can anyone replace this 14 year relationship i have with my best friend and it's not about replacing somebody or anything but it's there's something to the idea of this friendship being a foundation for a relationship in my opinion right every time you listen to some old ass couple that's been together forever they always say and she was my best friend or he was my best friend we you know like they always say it and it's like maybe it sounds like a boring cliche some of these niggas need to be bored you know what i mean like maybe boring could help your ass out you know what you know what's not boring chaos you know what's not conducive to a relationship though chaos it's not really the it's, it's hard to to grow a plant when you know every day the weather's different you know right
0: because if you ask people that's been together for a very long period of time one thing they tell you is that you know everybody has up and down but they were like we don't be fussing and arguing at each other yeah you know like
1: i mean look some some couples do do. i know my parents you know they they argue sometimes
0: i mean but it's not a all day every day type of thing i live
1: there okay i know uh but they argue sometimes but it what but the thing is there still has to be some love there
0: it got and, and like i
1: said it, it is boring my dad was home every night my mama was home every night right it wasn't a uh, knockdown drag out every night you know mm. the, you know they might argue over some you know like why would you put the i don't know why would you put the toast in the, on this plate not that plate or some stupid shit but in general though you know there's a friendship underlying all that shit correct I honestly at one day your dick's not gonna work One day you're going to go through menopause. Come on. One day, uh, you, you're going to have children. One day a job is going to go away or a different job is going to take other responsibilities. But a lot of this shit needs to be kind of boring, quote unquote. Um, but the thing is, it's not for me anyway. It's not boring when it's with somebody that you love. It's not correct. Like it's not boring to me to watch Netflix. It, even if it's netflix right it's just watching netflix But i'm watching it with uh somebody i love it's not boring to me um but you know like i said it doesn't mean you have to be in a rut there's i mean you go on mm-hmm. vacation together you mm-hmm. do this you do that but i don't know i feel like i don't know i feel like the general goal of monogamous w- lifelong relationship uh is already like a very thin needle for most people to try to thread correct and it's unfair that we really put this on each other because mm-hmm. you're not a failure if you can't make it happen
0: no it's not
1: nothing's wrong if it doesn't happen because right, it's a nothing. very difficult goal right and it's a very aspirational right you know
0: and and like you say a lot it's a lot of shame for men and women more of the shame goes to women, women yeah right but yeah it's okay if you get divorced it's okay if you get separated like right. like those things are all right and uh, divorce is not the end. Divorce, in my opinion, is the beginning of something else, but a lot of people look at it as a death. Yeah, because the death is the marriage, like it's dying, but it can also bloom into better things, and it can actually make you a better person, but, but people don't really look at it like that. Right. What I would
1: say though about this article, forget relationship as far as marriage or, um, even, you know, that, well, you know, forget all that stuff. I just think as men, we should value more emotional intelligence one it helps you relate to over half the population that you probably can't relate to right now correct number one because you're not because it's not it's mostly what we would consider in society feminine quote-unquote characteristics so that means it's not just women it's also you know people of, of all lgbtq spectrum it's you know um other men that have emotional intelligence 35% of men do have it so you know it's other men it's like it's more than just um it's a whole world of stuff and you and and I just think if I could convey to people you won't be lessened you won't be less of a man to take off some of this shit some of this armor some of this like uh this wall that we have to put up against the world to pretend to be tough and the to, nothing gets to me i ain't no bitch like if we could kind of take that out of ourselves i really feel like it doesn't just enrich the world for the people around you because this article is kind of being like it'll make your wife happy but it enriches you as, as they said man like you'll feel less stressed you'll feel like more of a complete person um and there's kind of a uh there's a power in that too in being like oh no 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 this is how i really feel about this thing and i'm not gonna fake that i don't in order to appease some some imaginary you know masculinity fairy out there in the world that's watching me like i'm uh, this is really how i feel about this thing some things are complicated some things make me sad some things make me cry some things make me happy some things uh sometimes i get scared i don't have all the answers to everything like sometimes when you can drop that shit it's freeing in a way that i think uh you don't really get to appreciate when you still hiding behind that wall. Uh alright. Let's see what else we got here, guys. Um look at these articles. Da, 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 da. Yeah, fuck it. Alright, let's do um fucking with black people, guys. <laughs> just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game we go all around the globe we find different articles make us feel fucked with and we assign points for from zero to a hundred intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody yay all right who's fucking with us today guys all right of people fucking uh (laughs) Um. Oh, men who alleged they were framed by a crooked Chicago cop get a mass exoneration. A judge on Thursday threw out convictions against 15 men, guess the rings,
0: black and brown,
1: who allegedly uh, said who were framed by a corrupt former Chicago police sergeant and his underlings who demanded protection payoffs from residents and drug dealers in the housing project. Judge Leroy Martin Jr., i don't have his picture but i'm just saying black agreed to dismiss the charges at the cook county prosecutors confirmed a brief at a brief hearing that they no longer have faith in the credibility of the convictions brought against the men who were arrested on various drug charges from 2003 to 2008 by the road cop ronald watts and officers under his charge Mm, that sounds like a brother too in good conscience we could not see these convictions stand said mark rotert who has the cook county state's attorney conviction and integrity unit the mass exoneration is the latest mark on the chicago police department which has come under fire in the city's black and latino communities for unnecessarily using deadly force mm, police somebody, brutality and mistreatment of minorities
0: somebody over the integrity department using integrity and ain't going fuck it
1: <laughs> right
0: because sometimes they do and be like Mm-mm.
1: the u.s justice department issued a scathing report in the final days of the obama administration remember when they used to do that come about on the, about the chicago police department finding the city
0: la new york they would tell you hey they doing some fucked up shit y'all
1: and ferguson yeah and ferguson ba- and baltimore yes about the chicago police department finding that the city finding that the city's police force is beset by widespread racial bias poor training and feckless oversight of officers accused of misconduct
0: not feckless i don't even know what that means
1: uh toothless let okay. you know no real no real oomph to it like they don't ah. do shit to you uh following the dismissal of charges against the 15 men on thursday mayor Rahm Emanuel, uh emmanuel and the police superintendent eddie johnson said in a joint statement that they had zero tolerance for abuse misconduct or any unlawful actions by law enforcement more convictions could potentially be overturned as the integrity unit says it will review any credible complaints brought by people convicted of crimes that were investigated by watts Come the, on. the actions of ronald watts must be condemned by all of us and we will continue our work to ensure the abuses of the past are never repeated in the future uh zero to a hundred can
0: 25 and only 25 because this is just one person guarantee mm-hmm. you over the years and the decades it's a lot of other people that should be set free i'm glad they are set free and i hope more people are set free um but i know if they really did some investigation it would be a lot of people that got criminal records that y'all should be racing and that's in jail that should be out
1: Mm -hmm. yeah i agree with you i would give it a 25 that's about right Mm -hmm. plus you know for the initial fact that they were even you know incarcerated um in the
0: first place you
1: know and and the thing the thing about this um even if you're a person that is pro police right you should feel a measure of anger at people like him at that woman in maryland that faked all those uh uh forensic uh reports and framed those people right you should feel angry at them because I don't give a fuck if these dudes did it or not. They gotta go back on the street. Right. They could all have bodies on them. I don't give a fuck. You know, this is the reason that cops really do need to be above the fray and we can't be lowering the bar because you happen to be a police officer. If anything, the bar has to be higher for a police officer, you know, than a normal regular citizen. Like you protecting and serving. You do have to be above reproach. And that's what happens when you have shitty, sloppy or corrupt police work motherfuckers get to go free that may or may not be criminals i don't know what happened you know uh, maybe all 15 of these dudes are completely framed enough to happen maybe they were dealing drugs i don't know what i do know is i you can't using this guy's evidence to convict him no come on um california naacp is pushing to remove racist star spangled banner as national anthem the california chapter of the naacp one of the same people that met with uh donald sterling is pushing for the removal of the star-spangled banner as the national anthem claiming it is much, it, 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 blaming it for much of the controversy surrounding nfl players decision to kneel during the singing of the sacramento of it i guess okay so it says the sacramento b uh the group also plans on doing what they can to get colin kaepernick hired by another nfl team we owe a lot to kyle Ka- to kaepernick said naacp Ca- uh, california chapter president alice huffman i think all this controversy about the need will go away once the song is removed
0: huffman called the national anthem that's not how the of this works
1: huffman called the national anthem racist and anti-black citing the lyrics in the third stanza during an interview with a local cbs station We are not anti-flag. However, when the Star-Spangled Banner was written, it did not include us African-Americans. Most Americans only know the first part of the song, but the song's author added a third stanza to the song right after America lost the battle in 1815, decrying the former slaves who were now working for the British Army. The lines of the third stanza read, Their blood was washed out their foul footsteps pollution. No refuge could save the hireling or the slave from the terror of flight or the groom of the grave cabinet first note during the national anthem last season he said he was not protesting the american flag nor the national anthem is protest against police brutality in this country yeah now see that's the only part that bothers me it's like did y'all talk to this nigga because it don't matter what the song is come on to him he literally said that's like that's not my problem it's that y'all motherfuckers keep killing us come on. and i don't think y'all can make him you know i don't think y'all can make that stop that being said i would only give i would give this a zero actually i'm gonna give this a zero mm. naacp say the song racist need to be taken down i'm cool maybe we can yeah, replace that's true. it yeah maybe we use lift every voice and sing you
0: yeah.
1: know yeah i mean i don't disagree at all with the song and and that dance but what about you cam what would you give it
0: i'll give it 25 because that person said they think taking the song down gonna make a difference and it's not mm.
1: um let's see here uh let's just go to another section how about uh we kind of did white people news yesterday so maybe we'll do some guest race. how about that guys um uh, where's my song that's not it okay
0: now that it's time for
1: some guest race. last ride is guest race time now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. Ba-dum, ba-dum. that's right, it's time for guess the race. The number one game show going across all the podcasts, and we read and play news articles from all over the globe. We ask our contestants to, in this case, Karen in the chat room, mm-hmm. to guess the race. And the chat room, and Karen, play along, and they're both races. All right, <clears throat> you're thick in all the right places cop accused of harassing women he arrested with text black damn a uh all juicy too? a New York Police Department cop is accused of sending a string of lewd text messages to a woman just minutes after he arrested her Ronnie Santiago 24 allegedly told Cammy Cifonte 22 she was thick in all the right places and that he would love a woman who could sit on my face
0: Dab that on the face
1: Yes Mm 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 I see he using my lines. She is suing the NYPD for around twenty five thousand dollars for extreme and outrageous conduct. Hmm, that's all that gets. The lawsuit filed on Monday outlines how Santiago arrested um Sofonte for shoplifting at a target store in november twenty first, twenty sixteen. She was given a ticket at the fifty seconds precinct, then went on her way. But just minutes later, she claimed she received aggressive text messages from Santiago. He allegedly said, you owe me donuts and encouraged her to meet up with him. Cause he's a cop. He wants some donuts. So Fonte said she played along out of fear of repercussions. At one point she sent a photo of herself. Texts from Santiago allegedly became more sexual in nature. One read, I think you look better with the cuffs on and another he said how he wanted to indulge in a threesome orgy hmm i wonder if he was mmf or fm FFMM. Mm so Fonte claims she didn't give the cop her number and it must have been taken from police records of course she grew scared after santiago threatened to turn up at her house for dinner one night
0: right because you got a fucking address
1: so Fonte's lawyer henry bell said it hurts everyone in the community when police officers does something like this and it arose trust in the community and trust is essential uh karen you said black mm-hmm. let me check the chat room and see what these motherfuckers believe <clears throat> Uh, oh wait, let me see. Okay. Hispanic, says Sean. But he arrested her. You don't get to arrest and harass me. Hispanic, cause English is obviously his second language. Black, says Trey. Latino, says Minerva. Latino cop who routinely puts 20 people in the backseat of his car, says oh, AC oh. So racist. Hispanic slash Latino. Santiago had a different choice of weapon for his code red. Latino. Uh, Latino. Um, the correct answer is, Um, and, uh, most of you missed it, but Karen, you got it right. He's black. Uh, many of you missed it, though. How'd you know he was black, Karen?
0: He used the word thick.
1: Mm, thick in all the right places. Is this uh is it showing in the chat? Not yet. Huh. All right. You know what? Um let me refresh, guys. I don't know why I won't show in the chat. Give me one second, I'll be right back. But uh yeah, he was talking to her like a brother, you know. You thick in all the right place.
0: Yeah, I was going to take an l for that one. I was like, nah, that's a brother
1: yeah that's sit on my face. that's his uh, yes,
0: then I was like,
1: This is on. mine. come on, I know that one, brother. uh, all right, let's see if I can get this to refresh um, <laughs> all right, I'm almost back. I see Karen, yes, all right, now I'm on there um, and then I need to share my screen. So you guys can see what Mr. Uh, what the fuck was his name? Mr. Ronnie Santiago. By the way, they got his picture from Facebook.
0: God, not the Facebook pic
1: That's the worst. When you get your Facebook pick, like they don't have him in uniform as an officer sudden nothing, just him about to go to the club. Is it showing up now? Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's him. And then this is her. um I guess in a picture with her friend or something and then that's him again in a different picture takes a lot of pictures about to go to the club don't he yes he does well good riddance i don't need him on the streets Mm -mm. um all right let's go to the next one karen's one for one so far let's see what she can do in this one a man repeatedly ejaculated into la palma co-workers water bottles and put semen in her honey jar
0: Oh, some honey for her honey.
1: Uh I get nuts and honey, I guess.
0: Oh, honey, nuts and
1: <laughs> here? Now those are honey nut cheerios baby. Yeah they are. Uh a Palmdale man has been charged with battery and attempted vandalism after allegedly ejaculating to his female coworkers' water bottles.
0: Vandalism with the sperm.
1: Right. Uh, putting semen in her honey jar and smearing semen on her computer mouse and keyboard
0: oh!
1: oh no I don't
0: want your drip drops everywhere that's disgusting
1: oh my god how do you even oh was he like standing over her desk just jacking off I mean did he rub his hands
0: and then rubbing on everything just touched everything like a little kid what's happening here
1: right are like, you just walking around the damn office like will you wait till everybody leaves walk around the office with your pants down jacking off like cause that's how you get on a keyboard and a computer
0: right I guess did he, they do the fluorescent thing and the shit lit up and everybody was like what the fuck is this
1: I guess it's her computer when it say turn on sticky keys she know it means something different hmm. yeah that's right that's that is that's, that is horrendous buddy Mm -mm -mm. um his name was steven millen castro he's 27 years old and allegedly masturbated at his la palma place of work and put his semen in the victim's honey jar white uh the two have uh worked together since 2014 think about that you think you can trust this man y'all don't work together Y'all been hanging out probably. He talks to you every day. It's super nice.
0: Probably went to lunch.
1: Right. And then as soon as you go to lunch, he over there at your console just just hanging out with his oh, dick. New session. Oh, I'm sorry. They missed that joke. Yes, they did. Oh, uh, hold on. Let we go back they need to hear this live <laughs> ah was i out for a long time
0: no you just went off before you played before you played this song oh
1: okay all right i'll just do it again for you guys later will hear both of this hear both times but the people in the chat deserve um they deserve to hear the joke too they deserve to hear it too guys um all right should be live call the audience session and get karen on screen Really wish there was a more seamless way to do this but Mm -hmm. anyway invite karen on screen there you go yeah all right i'll set it up again as soon as you get back on screen all right so yeah um yeah imagine they was going to lunch every day Mm -hmm. or talking hanging out and then she'd go to lunch and, and and then he come over to her desk with his, with his dick out uh, yep. um, the, I be nothing
0: on these bitches I be nothing on these bitches I be nothing on these bitches yep I be nothing on these bitches your computer monitor and your mouse and keyboard I be nothing on these things
1: the victim alleged, apparently consumed the contaminated honey every other day ah I- between november 24 2016 and january 13 2017 he also allegedly ejaculated to a water bottle on two separate occasions during the same time frame the victim noticed the water looked cloudy and threw the bottles away each time so he did it to and to keep in mind this is what she knows she may have drank it once or twice who knows then on january 9th the woman identified only as jane doe noticed a third bottle on her desk that appeared to be contaminated with semen and she reported this into a supervisor the supervisor set up a surveillance camera in the victim's office that day the victim sat at her desk on january 23rd and touched her mouth that was smeared with semen the defendant was allegedly seen on surveillance video going into the victim's office before that incident jane doe reported the incidents to the la palma police department which investigated milan who uh was arrested on tuesday in connection with the incidents neither police nor prosecutors have described a motive for the crimes what could what the fuck could be the motive yeah what could be the motive now do i need a motive dick right she was hot i mean what was i supposed to do a coworker? he's gonna use i didn't know i couldn't do that a coworker at mega western sales where the two work told ktla victim uh the victim had filed a sexual harassment complaint against the suspect and he had to go through a training program as a result uh yeah uh so day one uh lesson number one of the, the training program for uh sexual harassment um number uh it's really a short class but uh we really only have this one lesson uh to stop jacking off on people's shit now so uh uh if anyone has any questions because there's only one person in this class that's been required to take it, if anyone has any questions please raise your hand at this time okay oh i see you have a question milan oh what's going on mr milan um okay so you you have a question about is it okay to jack off on um, people's mouses and keyboards no that's the lesson we just did so no you can't do that that's really the only lesson oh uh, i got hold on i got another question What about the water bottle? Yeah, see, that would also be an object and a thing that you can't masturbate into and put semen into. Okay, but what? All right, so listen, bear with me. What if I jack off, put in a syringe, and then shoot it in the water bottle? That is also. unacceptable do not put your semen anywhere in the keep the, your
0: semen in your dick sir
1: it, it shouldn't be anywhere on the premises ever the, your semen should stay inside of you at all times at all times while you're at work yes while you're at work okay all right well uh i mean i don't want to be i just want to be 100 clear so are you saying i can't put my semen into a coworker's honey and watch her eat it every other day exactly what i'm saying you cannot do that that did are you are you supposed how did you get hired what's your what was your resume like well it was covered in semen i mean i had it was right there on the resume i don't know why i mean the pages were stuck together in my folder when i handed you the resume i don't i mean i feel like y'all should have known this is gonna happen um (laughs) um the victim then went to the office manager after uh oh it was after that that the victim noticed her water bottle started appearing cloudy so you know what that's what happened he kept asking questions and he and then he stopped and then they was like cool so you got it he's like yep and he was like "Mm, they didn't say i couldn't put it in a water bottle got him uh guess i'll see you at the next training uh he put it in her bottles and her computer and mouse and keyboard had something on them the victim then went to the office manager set up a hidden camera and they found out uh it was dude as the alleged culprit so that sounds like he was sexually harassing her beforehand right he wasn't doing the semen shit She's was like I'm filing sexual harassment charges they put him in training and then he went I'ma escalate to putting semen on all her stuff um he was charged november 17th with five misdemeanor counts that's it he also faces a special enhancement of committing crimes for the purpose of sexual gratification i don't understand how that's it if i consume your semen unwillingly that's gotta be some type of medical that's mm -mm, nah i need more misdemeanor my ass Mm. with those charges da office says possible to require him to register as a sex offender if he's convicted even if the charges don't normally carry that penalty brock zimon zimmon i guess a prosecutor for the diaz office said the sex offender registry can be required if the per, uh, prosecutor can prove a crime was committed with the purpose of sexual gratification or because of sexual compulsion he said it can be applied to any crime not just one that people traditionally think of as sex related like rape or sexual assault as long as prosecutors prove the sex related intentions it gives the court the discretion to order the registry at the end of the case zimmon said um the defendant faces two years and six months in jail with lifetime sex offender registry if he's convicted guess the race White. karen's I, going with white Some
0: people had guessed above me because i had asked on the other screen
1: okay for steven his no. name is stevens uh millen castro no, why
0: you can start at the top
1: okay all right put mayo on everything white nasty motherfucker mayo packet saltine white uh, do you need a class to explain? You don't spread your semen all over the office. Uh, da, 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 da. <laughs> he said, "We just." whenever said, "We just. We'll just agree to disagree." Oh no, oh no! I can't put semen over everything. Well, I disagree. <laughs> what the fuck? That's I see exactly
0: it, how that meeting went.
1: I see it a different way. Uh, weaponizing bodily fluids cousin of that white college girl white plus it was a black or uh, if it was a black or brown they would have fired him without a video white man putting semen on in her lattes white you came up with this idea after drinking his starbucks latte white don't let him work in the kitchen at prison white <laughs> didn't know i couldn't do that white everybody went with white well the correct answer is some kind of brown he looked like i would say latinx um, if I had to guess myself, so everybody um missed that um I
0: demand a recount.
1: I'll put the picture up, and then you guys, can it. damn, they're going off.
0: I know, the crowd doesn't got it hostile.
1: I don't think anybody got it right either. Damn, that's sad. Y'all some terrible racists, man. Y'all need to step y'all racism up. That is not a white man. You see it, Karen? Do you look white to you? Exactly. Recount that. Stop putting everything on a white man, blaming them for your problems. Next thing you know, you out here celebrating Meghan Markle getting married to, to a goddamn white man, a but Negro wench.
0: I'll take that
1: L. I got you caught out here having fun. Mm Alright, let's go to the bonus round, everyone. You guys almost had it all. I'm doing
0: that white man shit. Double the points and the race.
1: Double the points and the race. That's right, double the points, double the race, and the bonus round against the race. So far, everybody is just about 1 and 1 or 0 and 2 Uh, we'll see how you guys shake out in the last one All right, bonus round time guys police bust prostitution ring run out of senior living facility them old hips was getting smashed to smithereens y'all police in Massachusetts have arrested two men they say ran a prostitution ring out of an apartment at a senior living facility damn
0: I mean, sir, I mean we got oxygen tanks and shit in there they don't kill <laughs> police
1: uh police say uh 65 year old joseph van wert and 45 year old randy Lombach have been held without bail pending a de- dangerousness hearing uh authorities say Landbachs, uh recruited drug addicts from Pittsfield, took photos of them and posted ads on adult websites Police say he scheduled and drove them to and from meetings with men, keeping most of the proceeds and paid the women in drugs. The women were recruited by Lambatch, then photographed and advertised on social media sites. Lambatch facilitated meeting locations with prospective Johns and transported these women to specified locations. He would often await nearby to take a portion of the earnings. He would also compensate the women with narcotics in lieu of cash, which included heroin, cocaine, and prescription medication. Ooh, three of the top five. right pittsburgh police say lieutenant michael Madalena, uh oh he was the person that said that okay police say van Wert uses apartment as at a senior living facility as a place to conduct the prostitution i can't imagine an old ass pimp let me see which one of these niggas was the old one van Wert. damn yeah so van Wert was out there using this pimping at 65 he's only retired Uh, I uh, mean, don't
0: you, I mean, I know, you know, you know, your sperm kick forever, but don't it come a period of time where it don't, you know.
1: Well, pimping ain't got nothing to do with having sex with him necessarily. He was getting the money. The Johns were the ones, you know, paying. I just imagine an adorable man from Up with that walker with the tennis balls pimping out women. I know. Was he talking to him? Listen, bitches, I want my... God damn money <laughs> Get off of me, bitch. Slap. He was like slapping them all light cause he ain't you know oh. He ain't got man. Your strength. hmm. Get a heart attack chasing after these drug addicts. Come on. Uh Lambatch allegedly threatened to turn the women in if they stopped working for him. Oh you know, that is that says something. That says a lot, doesn't it? That says a lot. It's just like that thing we um Sentoya yesterday where it's like let's arrest the woman who's being prostituted let's that's who's the real criminal here let's they charge you with prostitution sex slave and that right. and pimps, i'm sure pimps use that to their advantage like i'll report that you a hooker and on drugs And it's like i'm gonna go to but you pimping me they ain't hey look you want to go to jail or not anyway guess the race of these two uh old pimps white and pimps. one of them sound like a vampire all right let's check the chat room see what they say um rip van white uh uh i know these motherfuckers are white okay i'm going to say agent because i haven't gotten any of these right today you think it's bonus points in the bonus round i see you dog trying to get them double points white man pimping nice pretty young bitch yeah right <laughs> this the bitch right here hold on uh, a pimp named Hunchback. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> oh
0: God!
1: White, white, and white. The correct answer is I think everyone with white except the person that said Asian, and you're all correct except for that person. <laughs> bitch, when I get my walker, bitch, is a oh I'm gonna come over there and get my. Ooh, wait till i put these hands on you after i if i could just get up can you help me up can you help me
0: Ooh, wait till i charge this wheelchair i'm gonna roll my ass over Mm -hmm. there and roll you over
1: bitch just let me get my get my my medications and then i'm oh i'm gonna fuck you up as soon as i get my heart medication i'm i don't want to get my get my blood pressure going too hard and uh somebody said asian Senior living facility. Men are trash. Yes, pal. Somebody,
0: <laughs> somebody said in the chairman said, "Bitch, get my bedpan."
1: Bitch, better have my bedpan. <laughs> oh man. Um. All right. Uh. Let's. What time is it? All right. Let's. You know what? Let's do one more for you guys. All right. You guys are um being real cool tonight. Let's see. How about um. How about all right here's one a florida woman is accused of killing her husband and hiding his duct tape body in the closet and walling over it what i know that's an industrious ass lady (laughs) i mean i wouldn't even know how to begin to wall over a closet i mean i can't even a florida woman killed her 72 year old husband and then went to great lengths to hide his body in the closet in their home authorities have changed charge
0: she must have found that he was over there pimping
1: <laughs> i think she was over there like what, what happened to your husband oh i didn't tell you he was in the closet the whole time da! and i said you ain't coming out the closet on me so he left uh, okaloosa deputy said alfred wozniak was shot in the left temple and his, oh. wa- his wife barbara wozniak 65 was charged with murder oh you get that old and you still gotta I mean, you kill you
0: almost him. made it out
1: oh damn to death do your part i guess but I jesus guess. you make it that long and that's when you decide to do a murder
0: I'm, that's what I'm talking about right. You wait till you get old shit. That late, you fuck it. We're going to die
1: soon too. Y'all must've been getting on each other's nerve. bad. uh, they lived in Shalimar in the Florida panhandle. Uh, the investigators obtained a search warrant and found a fabricated brick wall inside of a closet under a stairway. After removing the bricks and the drywall, a large dark plastic type of tarp was un- observed Shaped in the consistency of an adult body, the material had been thoroughly duct taped. She was handy. Thoroughly. The macabre murder over here. Um, Wozniak was accused of duct taping her husband's wrists and ankles and midsection before covering it with a tight tarp. Uh, deputy said creative. mm Mm-hmm. Deputy said the woman told her two adult children that she what she did, and they called nine one one Wednesday. Hey, you know, I done duct tape y'all daddy over here.
0: It was like You did what, mama? Put
1: him in the closet, got some bricks and mortar, walled up the closet under I, the stairs. I got
0: tired of him being non-emotional and talking shit about my pumpkin
1: pie. <laughs> he wouldn't. He said, I got to go. uh I can't clean up. I got to go on a fishing trip with the boys in the morning. That'll be hey. the last time he talked shit about
0: my stuffing.
1: He, so I had to kill his ass. According to the station, the deputy said Wozniak told him she killed their father in self-defense after he tried to choke her on November 10th. Ooh, that's a tough sale. now. Investigators say the trajectory of the bullet co- contradicted her explanation of what happened to the child. That's a, that's an episode of Snap. Com- now, I can't wait for this to be on Snap.
0: Yes, it's going to be on Snap.
1: That's, gonna, that's definitely going to be on Snap because that whole... Whenever the ballistics don't match up with the lie... Mm especially when it's like there was no evidence of abuse ever in their relationship because listen you go to court every single episode of snap in the same way it don't matter how diabolical that woman was he beat me period and that's you would think that says something about how deceitful women are no that says how fucked up men are that we that every courtroom is like, well, you do got to consider that he may, no matter what evidence I is mean, on, I
0: mean, he did have a dick, so hey, we can't put it past.
1: Men ain't shit. He might have been beaten. He, he might have been, been beaten. You know, it's
0: a high probability that she right.
1: You can never 100% say she wasn't beating him. You know, I mean, he wasn't beating her. It don't matter what the... the she fucked his brother. She had letters say, I'm gonna kill this nigga you know tonight. Man. The gun... <laughs> she bought the gun that morning. She, ah! you know... <laughs> she she uh uh uh, she wrote a note before that said this nigga has never put his hands on me in his motherfucking life i wish he would and then she killed him and she said he beat me and there was abusive relationship yep and the court is like we gotta consider it anyway guess the race uh let me see white karen's going white let's check the chat room ex-librarian reenacting the telltale heart white do it yourself white yeah she should get a home improvement show on uh the home network Uh hg she should hg walling up your husband how to turn your turn murder into a do-it-yourself product flip your husband Flip, flip that house flip my spouse yeah flip my spouse <laughs> flip my spouse oh man murder she drywalled white her plastic <laughs> furniture covers kept his blood off her couch white white and designed on a dime white that fool dead white the correct answer is white everyone got it let me tell you something in a way i kind of respect it but it's, it's i mean it's terrible what she, she did was gangster but i can't imagine 65 drywalling no damn <laughs> nothing <laughs> by myself
0: by yourself not now. even a cover
1: up of a murder i just you know what i've made it this far just come get them you know the body's on the couch all right last thing
0: i noticed about a lot of
1: effort and she must have hated that nigga Kill him after all that time. They almost made it to death.
0: Right? We wait that long. We just gonna die, baby. Like a natural cause. Divorce
1: me, man. It ain't that important.
0: It ain't that important.
1: Police. Two are arrested after Oklahoma man was murdered with a sword. Oh, you hate to hear these. These are the worst kind. The kind that of end in murder. <laughs> um and then Oklahoma too. Such a great state. The show me state. As in show me that sword. Authorities made is it just is Oklahoma the show me say I feel like i I fucked that up. Authorities made a gruesome discovery inside a Claremore home as they were asked to check the well being of the residents. In Missouri. Oh, okay. Well I guess they close. They said show me they they was talking to Oklahoma and Missouri. Show me your sword. <laughs> On Sunday morning officers arrived at the home on North Daff- uh who cares the address. They found the body of a man. Vesca tell Fox Twenty Three, the victim was identified as fifty one year old Mark McKinney was killed with a sword. White. It was a violent struggle, and a violent death for Mr. McKinney. Woo. Officers ultimately arrested Michael Eugene Spears. Mm, appropriate. In connection with McKinney's death, another man him. Larry McCoy Senior was also arrested after he was accused of taking property from McKinney's body. Oh, that's the worst you got caught because you fucking took his wallet and now you're going now that's some that's murder now i've seen the first 48 right your ass did it too all right guys we will see you uh tomorrow uh hopefully mm-hmm. uh we'll also see you guys at the royal wedding we'll all be talking in horrible british accents that are i can't fake, wait pretending to care one day of being able to escape this trump nightmare that we wake up to every single day come on just whatever it takes to get through the next day man find your joy where you can guys find
0: your joy
1: okay i saw the soul train awards on last night and i didn't even go up to people and say i thought y'all canceled that because they attributed it to r kelly you know why because i understand get your joy where you can man a
0: lot of people enjoyed
1: that and a lot left all right y'all talk to y'all soon until then i love you
0: i love you too